Hey folks, just a quick heads up that my audio accidentally dropped off around the 20 and the 30 minute mark. You didn't miss much, but nonetheless, I wanted to let you know, enjoy the rest. Hello, fitness candor freaks. This is Eric Feigl, your host, and I am on site today with Mindy Piles. She is the instructor and advisor for the personal training certificate at Cincinnati State. I really appreciate you joining me today. High five. Thank you very much for taking time out. <laughs> I'm sure that was some <laughs> feedback. No, that's okay. Um, uh, Mindy and I have been working to- together as personal trainers at Mission 5 Fitness, and um, I think we first met. Did, didn't you work out the workout at Adam's Landing for a little while or no? Not when you were there. Okay, not when I was that. there. Mm-hmm. I thought I remember seeing you in there talking to um, Shetterly, Andy Shetterly sometime, possibly. Maybe just as a client. Okay, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe it was. But um, so Mindy trains uh, part-time, and she's full-time instructor, obviously, at Cincinnati State. So uh, Mindy, introduce yourself a little bit and tell us a little, little, bit, a little bit about you, and then we can go from there. Okay, great. Uh, like Eric said, my name's Mindy Piles, and I've been at Cincinnati State for three and a half years now as a full-time instructor in our health and technology fitness program. More specifically, I'm in charge of the personal training certificate program. My background, I have a bachelor's degree from University of Kentucky in exercise science, Ooh. and then my master's degree, go Wildcats. <laughs> We're going to be so good next year. <laughs> All, right. All right. Stay on track. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. And then I have a master's degree from the University of Cincinnati in health promotion with an emphasis in cardiovascular fitness. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I don't think I knew that. I didn't know what it was in. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Um your uh, what? Tell us a little bit about the the training certification, so people know uh, know about that. Because okay. there there are different levels of certifications, different kinds of certifications. What what does Cincinnati State follow? Yeah, so we follow American College of Sports Medicine guidelines. We feel like it's the gold standard as far of being um, research oriented, accurate. Um, just good information out there, very solid to give students a nice baseline yeah. of where to start. Um, we also feel like that our program, what we're trying to do is fill in the gaps from maybe people don't want to go to school four years to get a bachelor's degree mm-hmm. in order to become a personal trainer, but they want more than just an online certificate. Sure, yeah. Um, so we came in with this program, developed it, and it cost roughly $2,800 for everything. And that includes awesome. uh, a voucher to take the ACSM, Certified Personal Training Certificate. Yeah, because that alone is, if you're just doing that by yourself, plus you get the education background to go along with that. That's Instead right. Instead of just and a bunch of books and you're like, oh, crap, what do I do now? Yeah, now I have to do this all on my own. Yeah. Where now you have to come to class and you get grades yeah. and college credit. So Yeah, and you can transfer, right, from w- yeah. with this to um, another, Any, another program or is it? Yeah, so it sort of depends on what college that you go to. It's up to okay. them to accept the credits. Um, okay. Any college in the state of Ohio will accept Cincinnati State's Oh, awesome. credits but it's up to them to say oh 
So personal fitness trainer one, they look at the syllabus and the objectives sure. and say, okay, so this matches up with our maybe exercise prescription and assessment class. So we'll give you credit for that. Right. Most of them don't have like a personal fitness trainer one right. course. Okay. So. That's kind of select and unique, right? Absolutely. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to some of your education, what did you, right out of college, what did you get into? What was your main objective for going into the fitness background or the health background? Yeah, so it was different for both my bachelor's and my master's. I graduated from UK 1984 with this degree in exercise science, which I found that I really couldn't do much with it that I was that I was doing when I didn't have a degree. So mm-hmm. I was working in a commercial fitness center in Lexington trying to get management positions, but due to, you know, I didn't have a lot of experience under my belt. So, um, I decided then that's when I would go back and get my master's degree. Awesome. Good call. And I decided on health promotion because at that time, corporate fitness Mm -hmm. was really big and most corporations had on-site fitness facilities. Right. So, Health promotion was a way to expand my reach to help people develop a healthy lifestyle. So it incorporated, not only was the emphasis on cardiovascular fitness, but there was stress management, a little bit of nutrition, smoking cessation. So how to develop different types of health promotion activities. Okay. And then that's where I wound up initially was at a fitness center for champion paper company. Oh, wow. In Hamilton, Ohio. Oh, okay. And that's where I started. How long were you there for? I was there for a year. Okay. And then I took a position at University of Cincinnati as the director of student wellness. And um, that was a program where we provided all health promotion sort of activities for students. So okay. we did a lot of uh, fitness, nutrition safe sex at that point in time, uh, and then alcohol education, trying to prevent binge drinking. Yeah. So, so of, yeah, all, all encompassing. Yeah. That's right. all those realms. You know? I think that's kind of hit and miss on probably a lot of universities now. I don't, do they still have something like that at UC? Um, probably not as, is, yeah, like, is they, there a certain section devoted to that? Well, it, so we were out of student services of all things, but yeah. kind of okay. meshed with the department and athletics and recreation. So I think it's still there. And I think they're still, as far as alcohol and binge drinking, they're still working on the same issues. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's something to be ongoing. Good luck guys. That's right. (laughs) So going from corporate wellness, who are some of your mentors? What made the, did you go from that? Did you ever do, were you doing personal training also on the side or how did you get started in your personal training career? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, as far as I know, there in nineteen that was nineteen ninety when I graduated with my master's degree. I didn't know of any personal trainers in the area, and my first job at Champion International, we we didn't really do personal training. So yeah. we walked the fitness floor. Uh, we set people. We did assessments and set people up on an exercise program. We gave them a card, a workout card, yep. and we wrote that workout down. Yep. And then we talked to them and look at the card and. Make, update it when necessary. Absolutely. Make exactly suggestions what I did at on corporate progression. Fitness mm-hmm. And we didn't work with people one-on-one. Right. So after being in the field 
for about 15 years, I left the field. And then when I came back, I called my mentors at UC who are uh, professors. And I said, okay, I want to get back in fitness. Where do I go? And they're like, personal training. That's where you go. Hmm. Because it had corporate fitness had fallen off, I think, because of the recession. And they got rid of their fitness centers. And Yeah, that sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. And But now that's resurging, right? It's starting yeah. back up again, it looks yeah, like. Yeah, they're, and they're making it. All those companies are starting to become wellness companies now. Right. More wellness driven, which is good. Yeah. So but it's sort of come full circle. That's still 20 years the ago. philosophy, though, of not working one on one with individuals, mm-hmm. I think, is still there. Because that sounded exactly like what I did at Corporate Fitness oh, Works. Like verbatim. Yeah. yeah. And we, did, we taught group classes, but as far as like working one on one uninterrupted, I mean, we had that one hour, we made an exercise program, then moved on. Right. To the next. We, to- we could, some days we could have like five or 10 people lined up. Might mm-hmm. be a whole book day of exercise programs, which was fun. But then other days would be. One, maybe two, and that's it. Yeah. And you get that, select yeah. few. Maybe you have 40 people that you've made them for. And that's probably, I mean, I did hundreds at Corporate Fitness Works. So out of that 100, let's say, only maybe 50 of them would actually use it. But then another maybe 15 people would actually mm-hmm. come in to get a, a second program to keep it going, keep the progression oh. going. That's how, I mean, okay. it, it wasn't It wasn't like one of, a super popular um unfortunately a super popular tool at at where at humana where i was okay but now i think it's it's coming back they're starting like you say coming full circle mm-hmm. um humana itself is starting to change and consider itself more of a wellness company which i okay. think is starting to push more towards you know the, the fitness side of things mm-hmm. as well as the smoking cessation and and everything stress else. Stress management probably. Right? Yeah, stress oh, management mm-hmm. and er- different kind of ergonomics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, But it's all encompassing. So they're starting to push that um, all the way. So, con- sorry, continuing with yeah. your personal training. Oh, so, uh, yeah, my story. Um, so initially when uh, Brad Wilson, Dr. Brad Wilson at University of Cincinnati said, okay, so if you're going to go back into fitness, here's where you go. You go personal training. That's where people are making money now corporate fitness. And this was probably 10 years ago. He said, corporate fitness is really down right now. The jobs aren't, you know, where they once were. And I thought to myself, as someone who'd always exercised, why would anybody pay someone (laughs) 55 to $75 an hour to go work out? Yeah. Why can't you do it yourself? Absolutely. Um, so I was sort of miffed at the fact that that's my, that's what I might be doing. But then after I was in the field for a while and still today, I feel that most people need that to change. You know, mm-hmm. unfortunately it's out of the reach of so many people to be able to afford personal training, but most of the true change comes with that one-on-one type of work and focus. Yeah. And, they, and it, it helps that they don't have to think about anything. They All the pressure's off. Yeah. The education side of things, it's out of the, – they don't have to go out of their way to learn something. They come to us. We'll set everything up. Mm-hmm. All they have to do is show up. Yeah. And then if you're good, which you are, you'll teach them along the way. Sure. Which I yeah. think is maybe a missing link for some people. But I don't think we have that where we are. No, I don't either. We do a great job. I yeah. think educating. But you're right. I have so many clients that say – this is the first time today that I don't have to think. Yeah. 
and they'll do, and I think they are interested mm-hmm. uh, in learning more and being educated. Uh, and like you said, we do that it's, a great job at Mission 5. Just like the title, it's, it's such a personal thing. You, you are helping somebody directly. You're, it's not like you are, you know, not to take anything away from it, but changing oil or something like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Something that's that you use every day, but you're, you may be a little disconnect from it. You know you have to get your oil changed, but maybe you don't know how to do it, so you mm-hmm. have somebody else do it. Mm-hmm. But you don't know the person who does it. But you come to a personal trainer because you're in your body all the time. Mm-hmm. You know you need to do it, but you might not know how to do it. Right. So it's you kind probably of reversed. know more how to change your oil. Probably. probably. <laughs> what to do for your body. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. There, I, think that, I think there's a lot to be said for that, the whole fact that you, you come in, boom, we're here. All right. Let's go. Mm-hmm. The accountability part's a big thing, oh, too. Oh, it is. Yeah. I remember Ted Lambernitas when I first started with him. So when I got into personal training, uh, Brad said there's one person in town, and that's Ted Lambernitas. Mm-hmm. So I gave Ted a call and met with him, and he said, Mindy, personal training's really simple. He said it's all about uh, accountability, and it's all about progression. Yep. Because most folks, even if they have the motivation to go to the gym by themselves, um, you know, they'll put some weight on the stack or they'll grab a dumbbell. And after four or five reps, is if, if it feels too heavy, what do they do? They lower the weight. Right. And they stick with something that's almost comfortable. That They do. And then they never increase that weight. Right. Right. And so that's when they work with a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. It never gets easy. No. It We continue to progress them. So they, you know, continue to get the benefits of exercise and see that change. Difficult but achievable. Absolutely. Yeah. They that, can't fail. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you you shouldn't go in every time you come in. You shouldn't be challenged, but it shouldn't be like you are, like you said, failing when you come in. Mm-hmm. You should be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I can't do that. That's not the point. Right. You know, you're, you, I want you to be able, some well, for the most part, most people, I want that person to come in and struggle at some things. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to set you up for failure. That's how you make progress. Right. Yeah. Right. Struggle with good form. Yeah, struggle. That's right. <laughs> keep it, keep it with good form. Don't bend your back or you know whatever else. But um, so talking about Ted, uh, Joel mentioned him also. Okay. So yeah. is he also one of your mentors? He was. Yeah, for personal training. So um, I meet with Ted and um, we talk about personal training. And I said, okay, Ted. So this sounds like something I would be interested in. What would be the next step? Mm-hmm. He goes, well, if you're really interested, then meet me at 5 o'clock tomorrow morning and you can shadow um, and see what we do. Mm-hmm. And so I always felt like that was a test to see if yeah. I'm really serious because we all know personal training happens in the morning before people go to work mm-hmm. and at night. And morning hours for me always booked up the first, you know. Right. So it's like, okay, if this woman's really serious, then she'll show up at 5 o'clock tomorrow morning. She won't and bat an eye at that, like, oh, no, five That's o'clock. right. Oh, God. <laughs> it's tough. Ten? It's tough. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. That would, be, that would be ideal. What if the morning just did uh, yeah. started at 10? So that's what I did. He was at Adam's Landing, and I showed up the next day and uh, shadowed and was really interested in how he worked with his clients and the interactions Um and how he gave them a great workout with a smile on his face and everyone left with a smile on their face and came back the next, you know, day to train. And, uh, that's how I got started. So that's awesome. I joined the team down there and got and started. Was Joel? Joel you, was there. Yeah. He mm-hmm. was already there. And cause they had them training 
I guess, well, he was an athlete uh, before his one of his mentors, they coached him on how to train other, the athletes. Oh, okay. So they would train the athletes and then the athletes would train each other. Oh, kind of yeah. Deal. That's probably not the same thing where you no, guys were, right? No, no. Yeah. It's more like how we, right. we do it. It's, okay, yeah, just a, a studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what, how did that shape your philosophy today as far as an educator and a personal trainer? How did those experiences shape your philosophy of, of what exercise and health and wellness and personal training should be? Yeah, so I think everyone in in my bachelor's degree, master's degree, definitely Ted, there's, it's all come together yeah. and sort of influence. I can't say there's any one person, but to me, fitness is all about making people feel good and improving their quality of life. Yeah. So I've never been one to train somebody for a bodybuilding competition right. or even the pig. But people come and they'll say, you know, gosh, I sat behind a desk all day and now I'm 40 years old and I have these aches and I have these pains. Yep. And, you know, or I just want to be able to play with my grandkids or go to the park and play with my kids. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's been, you know, all of those experiences that I had were about, you know, fitness is a part of your health and to make you the healthiest. Mm, yeah. And, and that's where I think it's it the all best investment you can make. Absolutely. Totally. Absolutely. And for those, mm-hmm. for those of you listening who don't know, many said the pig, <laughs> it's the <laughs> flying pig marathon in Cincinnati. So that's, I know there's some yeah. people out there like the, what is she talking about? Chase, are they chasing pigs in Cincinnati? Um, no, that's awesome. So what, why, why did you feel, um, compelled to educate students or people in general on personal training and becoming a personal trainer. So uh, along the way, I also started doing adjunct teaching and I really liked that. Um, I was an adjunct at university of Cincinnati when I ran the wellness program. And then when I was personal training, it was was a way to make income during those off hours. Yeah, sure. And I went back and was adjunct at UC and then Ted was also the director of the exercise science program at Thomas Moore. Yeah, so I'm Thomas he, Moore. Okay. okay, so he asked me to teach there. So I really liked it. And then the opportunity came up to um, take this position full time. And I just felt like, A, I love the field and I like giving back and I like to teach. And then the last point is that you see a lot of trainers out there that, you know, basically went online paid a company $200, $300, sat down and took a multiple choice test, and now they're certified. Yeah. But doesn't mean they're qualified. Right. So I wanted to be able to provide a program that people could come and get certified and be qualified. The certification meant something. Yeah. That they'd be qualified to. Yeah. If you, I mean, you know, if it's one thing if they're doing their own research and not just saying, oh, I like to work out, so let's just give this a try. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, they get, and I think I've mentioned this before, but all of a sudden they get that one person who has some kind of really over-the-top uh, physical limitation that they're dealing with. They realize that it's not only people their age, you know, in their 20s and teens mm-hmm. working out, mm-hmm. changes the ball game. Absolutely. You know, and hopefully that mold, helps them change and molds them to change a little bit. Right. You know? So what's um, what is what's the best way to go about... In, in your opinion, if, if you're a personal trainer, so you, you go to Cincinnati State, are there introductory classes 
you can kind of feel get the feel for it first or what what's the process like so for the personal training certificate there's not introductory courses we you basically come it's a very focused okay if you're in it you're in it you're in it okay if you want to take a class outside of that we have a foundations of health and wellness course that you could take and so that gives you a nice overview of not only fitness but all the realms of wellness so um the stress management, the smoking cessation. So you can kind of see, okay, is this what I think it's going to be like? Um, I meet with every student one-on-one prior to them getting into the program. And we have that. And you probably leave with a slight limp. So you're not really ready to then um, go back to play tennis, go back to the golf course. And I think personal trainers good educated personal trainers who really know what they're doing can be that link then to take uh, clients and make them stronger than they were before so they don't have those injuries again and wind up back at the orthopedic surgeons or the you know the physical therapist so I think becoming part of that and knowing yeah you know knowing um, what you know what seems to be a rotator cuff problem or what, you know, golf and tennis, we really need to strengthen the rotator cuff. So being part of that team, yeah, I see that as big. You're not coming. completely separate. You don't just go to the trainer just to work out. You you right. go to it for for other help with mm-hmm. what, you know, different issues that you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most people have issues. No one's apparently yeah. healthy anymore. No, no, no one, yeah. You know? And that kind of goes full circle back to the people who get, blindsided by someone they're going to train if they if they're not aware of what personal training really is mm-hmm. like oh i didn't know you had a hip issue or a knee issue yeah. or a shoulder or yeah. scapula or whatever it is right so where do you where do you hope um the education for that for that kind of personal training do, is that going to be implemented do you do you instruct that way is that part of acsm's uh, uh criteria is, no it's not part of acs acsm is unique in the fact that i think it doesn't provide um, – it, it. let me back up and say here's what it does provide. It allows us to be critical thinkers as mm. trainers, which, are re- which is really important. It lets us take a program um, that someone brings in or information that someone brings in and says, hey, Dr. Oz says this is the, the very best thing – this is the one exercise we all should be doing. And we can look at that and apply – the science of exercise. We can apply biomechanics and anatomy and physiology and say yes or no, or this part's true, this part's not. They don't provide a cookie-cutter approach. So some of the certifications kind of give you a model and you sort of put everybody through that same model. Yeah. Um, So it's harder to become a good trainer, and I think it takes longer to become a good trainer with ACSM, but it's really that scientific background and foundation that that good trainers need yeah so we're actually we got feedback from our uh we have affiliates um which are fitness centers we have about 35 fitness centers that are affiliated with our program and students do internships right yeah where they go and they shadow the personal training staff they're mentored and i know mission five is one of ours Mm -hmm. and does a great job with the students but that's where they really learn how to train yeah and then 
this is the fl- this is we're they're on the basement floor of the career and then their skills need to continue to grow so i'm actually working on developing like a corrective exercise uh additional certificate advanced personal training where yeah that students once they have the acsm cert maybe work for six months then come back in and let's you know let's advance where what you have yeah let's keep progressing keep educating yourself you have to keep learning or you know you're dead yeah that's it it's not just about you can't just youtube and exercise and then expect that to be your education (laughs) there's so much out there oh yeah you know and if somebody asks you about it because you do get those uh clients every once in a while who who do their own research and they'll ask you something Mm -hmm. if you don't have an answer don't don't bs them just say you know what i don't know but i can find out oh yeah and if you can find out do some do your research try to keep up on the latest you know there's a lot but a lot of it's garbage and a lot of it's true and if Mm -hmm. it stays true to what you believe then then do it and practice it. And I see those, yeah. those, um, interns coming in from Cincinnati state when they come mm-hmm. in and start working with, um, the trainers to start observing other trainers. I think they're really taken back by, uh, the simplicity of what we do. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we do some things that are a little more advanced to, you know, to certain people. I step back. They're like, wow, I didn't know that one person could do the exact same movements as the other person, but that one, that intensity level is changed completely. So you're working with maybe like a 25-year-old, 26-year-old mm-hmm. who does the exact same workout, essentially, okay. with someone who is like uh, 65 or 70, mm-hmm. same movements, mm-hmm. but their intensity is so much through the roof. And they got, you know, they may walk out of there like, holy cow, I just got beat up. Mm-hmm. But the the other person, the uh, 65-year-old, may just go through those movements, still get a good workout, mm-hmm. but that intensity level is kept under control. And I think that when people see that, and they're new to the industry, like, oh, wow, I didn't know that, you know, it could, yeah. it could be that similar, but that far but apart. That diff- right. Yeah. yeah. Cause so, you know, personal trainers get a lot of bad raps and one mm-hmm. of them, uh, is that, you know, did, did I make my client puke today? Yeah. And ever, you know, too many people think that's what personal trainers are about. Yeah. Or, you know, if you show up late or if you do something that we're going to punish you yeah. for like that's not what are you talking about i'm not here to punish I, step on the mission five logo yeah do you i'm you're doing 10 more burpees. you have my joke about like ah, i'm gonna make you do 10 more burpees don't, don't show up late mm-hmm. i'm not gonna really if that i'm not doing something that's not gonna benefit you right I'm not right. gonna do you something your client you lose them, yeah what right? what so. happens then like why would you yeah. want to come in and throw up yeah well how is that good for you at all how is that fun I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Maybe some people like it. If you do, okay, great, go for it. But I think you're weird. <laughs> so, what kind of, what are your current? You have any current projects? You were saying something about that certification that you're trying exercise, to. Yeah. So that's what what I'm else do you have going on? On right now, um, that's a, you know, just I've started a new class just last week. Started a new class of 18 students to. Is that through a the pretty normal size or is that yeah, a larger? Yeah, so we go, yeah, 15 to 18 wow. um, is typically the amount of students that we'll take. So we cut it off after that to try to keep it small. Okay. Um, so I've got that. And, you know, maybe looking at right now our certificate's not eligible for financial aid. Okay. So we're mm. looking at 
is only 14 credits, and federal government guidelines are that it has to be 23. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're looking at how would it make sense to add in like more about resistance resistance training really focused because to me personal training is strength training now yeah that's what we do yeah it should be yeah uh people can do cardio on their own but hopefully yeah they, they yeah. should be able it's to it's easier right to punch you know to to do it and not mess it up too too badly yeah um, just get on that machine so we're looking at maybe how to expand and add um what would that be nine more credits so that students who need financial aid could get it, but also make the classes relevant and helpful mm. yeah. to that certification. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I think it, and I've said it a, a million times, and I think that the education part of things in personal training and the fitness industry are so important, not mm-hmm. because it puts you, not, not because it's going to like shoot you into um, being a great trainer right away. Because it's not right. Yeah. The practice and the experience comes with that, but I think it's going to give you uh, more of a uh, a readiness to help your clients along the way. And I think that's one of our main main reasons as personal trainers. But what we should be doing, one of our mm-hmm. main goals, what we should be doing is helping those people, and um, and not just treating it as well. They're just coming in to work out. Okay. See you next time. Yeah. Hopefully you get to see improvements every time you come in. You celebrate those improvements with the, those people. You keep them up to date on their mm-hmm. on their improvements and you, and you go along. That's something that you learn. But hopefully the education part just gives you that much more over the next person. Because I think yeah. I think some – honestly, I think there's there's some trainers out there that just shouldn't be training. And if, <laughs> if, if they get picked, then okay, great. But if, if not, then hopefully somebody who has a little more um, – understanding gets that and uh and i also feel like it's it's come to a point now that um i think that more personal trainers are starting to understand how important it is to to be professional Mm -hmm. to be more professional and i think that degree Mm -hmm. i don't want to talk about it looking like you're more professional Mm -hmm. but it shows you put more effort in into Mm -hmm. your career Mm -hmm. Welcome back, everybody. We just had – I just <laughs> looked down at my recording device and it just had stopped recording at about 30 minutes. So uh, basically we were talking about how important it is to get an education and uh, <laughs> there's a lot more we said than that. But hopefully you get an education before you go into personal training because it's super important. Um, <laughs> Mindy, is there is there a place where people can reach you? Are you on Facebook, Twitter, any of that jazz? Or do you have an email people can contact you if they're thinking about it? I have an email here at the college. Okay. It is Melinda, M-E-L-I-N-D-A, dot piles, P-I-L-E-S, at cincinnatistate.edu. Awesome. Uh, if that's too much to remember, you can just go to cincinnatistate.edu, search the personal fitness trainer program, and then you'll get a link to me and my email my phone number. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm sorry for all the uh, technical tip. We yeah. had a heck of a time setting it up. And then, oh, man. But That's we're still okay. getting the hang Stick of it here. personal training and not uh... – Yeah, just forget podcast, people. Yeah. That's It's too hard. No, I'm still getting the hang of it. But I appreciate it. I really do. I really appreciate it. I was yeah, looking was forward fun. to having you on very, very much. And we'll have to do it again in a, in a few episodes. Sounds great. All right, guys. Thanks, I appreciate Derek. it. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, just shoot me an email. Otherwise, we'll see you next time. Bye.